This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. Night, but right now we're going out to Texas and talk to uh, a young race car driver named Casey Smith, who uh, a lot of people know. He won uh, two championships last year in late models. Welcome to Real Racing USA Live, Casey. Help us get straightened out here. We've been talking to promoters for two hours. Our heads are spinning, man. <laughs> I know how that is, and I can't talk to them either. <laughs> they're uh, they're uh, above me sometimes, but uh, you got to have them in the racing world, and uh, Without them, uh, you definitely couldn't make it to the racetrack. They got that right. So now you're from Texas. Yes, sir. We're from Texas, and uh, uh, we actually race in uh, more on the uh, east coast um, because there's no racing uh, for super late models in Texas. It's just pro late models. So we race majority in Alabama and some CRA races, <coughs> excuse me, and, uh, and such up, up north. Um, but just uh been racing since i was five and uh just loving life racing late months now you've been doing yeah i mean you've been traveling since you started this your first championship was in syracuse new york right <clears throat> yes sir we uh when i raced quarter midgets uh, they had uh, quarter midgets here in texas but uh the nationals were all around the country and i had awesome parents that were on their own business so they're able to take off and go racing and uh, we raced every weekend somewhere in a quarter midget and won my first national championship when I was 12 years old in Syracuse, New York. And um, just, I couldn't be more grateful to have the career I've had. Even though I haven't made it or anything, I've had more fun than probably anybody has racing, especially looking back on We were watching old racing videos um, this weekend and just looking back at how much fun we had and um, all the neat places we've been, all the neat people we've met and the, uh, I've been doing it longer than some people have been racing that are in cup and stuff. So it's really it's really neat, and uh, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, seventeen years old, you're what twenty two? Yes, sir. I'm twenty two now. So you've been racing seventeen years. That's that's longer than a lot of drivers' complete careers. And you're really yeah. you're really hitting hitting it right now, hitting stride. Yeah, I think I'm finally. Uh, you know, we we're really competitive and really ran up front and everything we ran then we when i got in the late models we were able to buy a car for freddie queries so we we're up front you know right off the bat and uh this new uh, bump stuff and big bar soft springs and stuff uh, it's thrown a lot of people for a curve and i've been able to be on top of this as well with uh, joe share helping us and um just i've always been able to have you know good equipment and be able to run up front and uh you know, to be able to do it for as long as I've done it, uh, it's like, you know, some people start getting burned out, and, you know, I don't know what I'd do without racing. Uh, sitting here in the shop right now, building shop. Who, who was that you said that was helped you a lot? Uh, Freddie, we bought a car for Freddie Query when I first got in the late model, uh-huh. and uh, he went to work for Hank Parker Jr. in, uh, in the Bush Series, and then uh, Joe Shear. Joe Shear. That's when we ran ASA, just consulting with us, and we really ran good at a lot of races, and uh, well, without his help, we definitely couldn't have done that. And 
and he's still uh, helps me every once in a while on the late model and keeps me up with new ideas and stuff. So uh, you always got to have, you know, new ways of doing things. It don't matter. Say last year, people tell me, you know, you won two championships. You, you definitely got to go there and, you know, do the same thing this year. Well, that's not the case. Everybody's been working hard all off season, and unfortunately, we went to the Rattler and had a chance to win it and destroyed a brand new car uh, earlier this year. So we're kind of behind the eight ball, trying to get it put back together and race the uh, Pensacola Mobile not this coming weekend, but next weekend. So uh, we're really looking forward to that, and uh, hopefully, getting the year off a little bit better than we started. It, bringing up Pensacola, you know, at, at 17 years old, you started 31st in the Snowball Dirty and finished third. And that that that's quite an accomplishment right there in itself. Awesome, man. Yeah, I love that place. We just can't ever qualify there. But uh, that was the first race Joe ever helped me at. And uh, having somebody like that on the radio keeping you calm. And Pensacola, that's a place where if you just stay out of trouble and, and have a good long-run car, you're going to finish good. And we had it that day. And, um, you know, we went there this year and wrecked on lot 15 uh with a, a car chopped me off getting in the corner and uh, put us in the wall but uh, it, that's just one of those races to where it's either going to be your day or not your day and there's only going to be about uh, two or three guys walk out of there that wants to come back and everybody else says they're not coming back but the next year there'll be 100 cars show up you know so uh, that place uh, is a really neat place and love racing there and that's a true driver's track because 10 laps on your tires, you slow down a second and a half, two seconds, and uh, just out there uh, with all you got pedaling it. Yeah, we talked to a lot of drivers that run up there, and then uh, the three things they say is it takes a cool head, uh, tire management, and a lot of luck. Oh, that's absolutely, you know, you got, uh, of course, you, you know, you're going to have the best drivers are always going to run up front and, and do good. You got Gary Santa Marcus on it uh, at least two or three times, and uh, you know, but even like just this year, he got caught up in the same wreck I was caught up in, and both of us kind of at the uh, wrong place at the wrong time. We shouldn't have been back there in the back, but uh, it's like one of those places that we qualify in the back, but usually the people that qualify back there uh, have really good race cars. And uh, it's just that track is one of the biggest places of luck. You know, you go to Nashville, and it's a lot the same way. You slow down a lot, and um, it, but there's a lot of racing room, and uh, you got cars that are able to, you know, move out of your way, and, and you're able to stay out of people's way when they're faster than you. But Pensacola, it's like people come in for tires, and uh, they're so much faster than other people, they just run right over them, and uh, it's really a tough place to get through there. And usually the guy wins if the guy's had the most luck, he's probably not going to have had the best car. How, how tough was it when uh, NASCAR finally? did away with the late model series for you yeah that was a tough deal you know we what the deal was when uh, i turned uh, 16 we got an all pro car uh and it was one of freddie query's old all pro cars and uh, that was when that series was just booming you go you show up and have at least 45 cars at every race and we went to the uh, nashville for my first race and uh, had alex query helping us and was running third and uh, broke a motor and uh, we hit, were geared up to run the whole series the next year, and that's uh, in 2001 when uh, Darnhart died. So we uh, had to revert back to just running straight road cars around here in Texas, and then we moved to ASA. But that was a that was an awesome series and uh, really competitive, and it was a great stepping ground. And it, it, between that and ASA, you know, shutting down, 
I mean, there's a lot of good series out there right now, but there's nothing like those two series were. And it's really a shame that they're, they're not there anymore because it was a great training ground and uh, a great way to, to race um, and learn, you know, how to, to race with the best. You know, I remember racing Mike Eddy and, and all of them, and uh, it taught me more than you could learn on any race and for a whole year in just one race, just watching them and, and following them. You know what? And, you know what, Casey? You're way too young to have all this insight, man. All kinds of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. I, I'm serious, man. It was, you know, it was crazy. When I was little, we used to come home on Sundays from the quarter midget tracks and watch Mike Garvey, Mike Eddy, Butch Miller, all of them on ASA. And then I'm sitting there in one race, and I'm racing with all of them. God. And uh, it's like, you know, this is unreal. You know, you, you always want to make it to NASCAR and, of course, for the money and all that but racing with the greatest short track drivers in the world that you know if they would have got their chance and the same equipment some people are in they could have definitely won uh just as many championships as anybody in, in cup and uh it's just neat knowing that you're racing with them and uh it's really something to look back on and be able to say that you were able to do as we have been saying for a long time uh you know the best 43 drivers are not racing on sunday there's some of them are the best forty that best forty three, but most of the best forty three aren't racing on Sunday. Yeah, and it's a shame because uh, right now it's all turned into who can bring the money, and uh, it's a shame because there is a lot of good drivers out there that have earned their right. But there's a lot right now that you know I've raced with since I was five years old that just never have cut the mustard, but they're able to get the money and, and they have the, the business to uh, find the money and and get the ride, and that's what it takes. You know, you got to have yeah. them because there's more than just driving race cars nowadays. Yeah, but I'll tell you this, you know, too. We talk to people. It, it, there isn't a month that goes by that I don't run across somebody who tells me from North Carolina that uh, they were happier when they were racing more at the local level and doing the lo- smaller traveling series because the fun, the higher up that level goes, man, not for everybody, but for a lot of people, uh, the fun isn't as much. It's not as much fun. You know, there's a lot more pressure. Well, look at and Kyle Busch when he was and it, at and USA. And it's a business. It's yeah. a business. When Kyle know. was running the late model at USA in January, I mean, he was he was in he was in heaven as long as he was in the car and around it. As soon as it got down to being back to the NASCAR star, when everybody piled around oh, him yeah. in the autograph session, he just he just didn't yeah. he didn't fit that. He didn't fit the deal. Yeah. It's a shame that it's turned into that because uh, realistically the racing should be just as fun, but it's not because it's all about business sense. And when they get out of the race car, they got to be sure and say the right things. And when they're on the racetrack, they got to be sure and do the right things. And uh, just like uh, I was at a seminar this winter that Performance PR Plus put on, and uh, they had some people on there, and they're like, you know, uh, in fact, there's a lady that promoted Tony Stewart uh, for a few years. She said, Tony's first few years, he was, wasn't home, but if he was lucky, three or four days a whole month, and, and he was gone on sponsorship deals constantly. And, and uh, But that's what it takes to make the money they're making, and that's what they get paid for. But the, the, the true racing is still late models, and everybody I've talked to, from David Shimmy to um, you know Johnny Sauter to any of them, would rather race late models, but you know they just uh, they got to do what they got to do and, and make the money. Yeah, but uh, it, it is a shame that because it still could be 
uh, just as much fun as it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Casey, how many races, uh, when you won these two championships last year at Op Alabama and the Mobile, how many races did you run at each track, do you know? We ran, uh, there was a five-race series at each track, and we won five at, at uh, Op and one at Mobile, and uh, had actually some stuff to break, so we had transmission break one time, and uh, actually transmission broke twice uh, at Mobile, and uh, I was leading the race, so um, but we definitely had good cars there in Pensacola. We struggled, but it's really neat to be able to run anybody that's around that area watching. They come uh, and just watch, you know, come Friday night to Pensacola and Saturday night to Mobile, and you're going to see some of the best short track racing in the world. You have 30 cars, 12. Sure enough. Tracks, and uh, it's really neat hunter lap race, and, uh, you know, you got some of the best people that run front of the Derby racing there. Sure enough. And you ran, uh, how many features did you win last year? We won uh, six, uh, one at Mobile and five at Op. Gotcha. And Op was really good to us last year. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Go ahead, Rick. Casey, uh, who's the people that are helping you out with this car? Well, we have uh, actually my mom and dad and uh, uh, a guy by the name of Gary Buchanan that owns the, the hauler and, and the engine in one car. So he's helped us out a whole lot. And um, other than that, we're pretty much doing it on our own. And that's why we can't run quite as many races as we'd like to. We're, we got about 20 scheduled for this year. Um, but uh, we definitely like to run a little bit more. But you know how much it costs to run these days. And now it's like even late mall shows, you got to be there a whole day ahead of time because everybody else is there uh, practicing. And uh, it starts adding up. But uh, we've had uh, a lot of fun. And, and right now I'm just having a ball racing them. And uh, but I got to thank Gary Buchanan a lot for all he's done for us. So we wouldn't be able to be at the level we're at. All right, Casey. Next race, what? April 11th at uh, Five Flags. Yes, sir. April 11th and then the 12th at Mobile International Speedway. And your website is CaseySmithRacing.com, right? Yes, sir. All right, Casey. It was a pleasure having you on the show, man. I wish you all the best of luck, and uh, we'll follow you. We'll follow, we'll follow your you. Deal. Yeah, we'll follow your Thanks, deal all man. year. I can be back. Uh, on the show, and I love listening to it, and thanks for having me. All right, All right, Casey, anytime, brother. Thanks, man. All right, Casey Smith. And we've had... uh, 22 years old, Jack. Oh, well-spoken. Well-spoken, good kid. But he also had the insight. He sees things. Yeah, yeah. He sees all this stuff. Right. uh, That's... uh... (laughs) 